Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're all doing well, enjoying your week. It's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday, June the 6th, 2018, heading into the end of the week. And the end of the week is always followed up by the weekend. So uh, today's the shifting point. So I hope you make the most of it. Um, Today's daily health update is a good one. I have some good tidbits for you as usual. And uh, just remember, our information is designed to help stimulate some thinking, give you an aha moment perhaps, encourage some action on your behalf, but just know that we're not going to diagnose, treat, prevent, cure any illness or disease with this information. And that if you do decide to make some changes or improvements, it's always best to do that in conjunction with your healthcare provider. Post-traumatic stress disorder may increase risk for irregular heartbeat. According to a study that involved over 1 million military veterans, individuals who suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder may also be at an elevated risk for atrial fibrillation, a condition that causes a rapid and irregular heartbeat, which can lead to cardiovascular events like stroke and heart failure. And that from the journal Heart Rhythm Society, May 2018. That may not seem too shocking as most of us, although not to that degree of stress, but uh, when we do have some stress, we can have some of those same symptoms. And uh, a chronic stress quite often can lead to uh, these heart conditions, and it's actually a leading contributor to some of the worst uh, conditions that we suffer with uh, and that most people die from in North America. Stress uh, appears to be a big contributor, so maybe not too shocking there. Cigarettes and alcohol. Disability adjusted life years is a measurement of disease burden expressed by the number of years lost due to illness, disability, or early death. An international study found that alcohol and tobacco use resulted in a loss of more than a quarter of a billion disability-adjusted life years in 2015 alone. According to researchers, one in seven adults smoke cigarettes and 20% drink heavy amounts of alcohol at least once a month. And that from the journal Addiction, May 2018. So remember to enjoy, but try and do so in moderation. And uh, I think, again, for me, in terms of 20 years of practice, one of the key things that I've definitely seen and I believe in is that moderation uh, helps keep us away from extremes. And extremes, too much or too little, is something that our body doesn't deal well with. Um, So moderation, definitely the key there in your life to have better quality uh, going forward. Arthritis symptoms can be improved with a fish oil supplement, an analysis of data from 68 published studies found that a low-dose supplement of fish oil could lead to a reduction in pain and improve cardiovascular health among patients with osteoarthritis. That from the journal Rheumatology, May 2018, based on the standard North American diet, um, or the standard American diet, SAD, the SAD, um, which isn't so hot. Um, Most of us have an imbalance of omega-6 to omega-3, and that omega-6 imbalance um, is what creates a lot of inflammation in our body. So supplementing with omega-3 helps balance that ratio out, and that helps control some of the inflammation. And inflammation is, again, just like stress, one of the leading contributors to many of the health problems that our body uh, may face throughout our lives. 
Exercise, physical activity during pregnancy shows benefits. In a recent study, researchers monitored the health of 303 expectant mothers who participated in dietary counseling and twice-weekly exercise classes in addition to usual prenatal care, and 303 pregnant women who only received usual prenatal care. The researchers found that the women who participated in high levels of physical activity during their third trimester had a lower risk of requiring an acute cesarean section than those who did not exercise during this time. The lead author adds that the association between physical activity level and mode of delivery might help motivate more women to engage in regular physical activity before and during pregnancy, which in turn will give additional health benefits for the women and their babies. That from the Scandinavian Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology, May 2018. Certainly pregnancy is not the best time perhaps to increase any exercise to a strenuous level, but uh, if you know that you are planning to have a child, then uh, getting fit is a good part of that and then maintaining that fitness through the pregnancy. So if you've been active before getting pregnant, it's good to maintain that level through pregnancy and if you haven't been, then pregnancy is a good time to maybe start, but ease into it uh, and be active because it is good for the pregnancy and the delivery and uh, just to keep mom healthy as well as baby perhaps. Um, But just know that uh, you don't want to start anything too strenuous just because you've gotten pregnant. It might be harder on the body. Mistakes that boost blood pressure readings. The American Heart Association reports that These seven mistakes can lead to an inaccurate blood pressure reading, which could lead to an inappropriate concern or unnecessary treatment. So a full bladder, poor support for your feet or back while sitting, crossing your legs, letting your arm hang by your side or having to hold it up, placing the cuff over clothing, using a cuff that is too small, and talking. So a member of the association's blood pressure task force says that these simple things can make a difference in whether or not a person is classified as having high blood pressure that requires treatment. So uh, there's a lot to taking that reading properly with your doctor. And I think that a lot of people are prescribed something on simply one reading. And uh, it's probably best to have at least three, maybe five readings uh, on separate days or times just to be sure that... um, that that is the case that you do have like a uh, standing high blood pressure pattern because uh, sometimes our body does adapt for different reasons and it may be high and that's okay because it's supposed to be high uh, at times depending on what's going on and these seven things can even create that change so make sure that it's being read properly so that you're not uh, misdiagnosed and improperly prescribed something that you may not need that from the american heart association may 2018 And finally, on the chiropractic front, sitting affects your mid-back spine mobility. Sedentary activity is known to increase the risk for both neck and back neck pain and low back pain, but little is known about the effect of inactivity on the thoracic spine, which is your middle back. In this study, researchers discovered that individuals who spent more than seven hours a day sitting and did not exercise for at least 150 minutes a week had less mobility in their thoracic spine than adults who sat less and met exercise guidelines. That from the British Medical Journal Open, uh, May 2018. So as we like to say, motion is life and life is motion. Uh, take some breaks from all that work you're doing and um, yeah, watch your posture. Albert Hubbard said that he who does not understand your silence will probably not understand your words. Ooh, there's an interesting duality, right? Um, You know, it's good during the day to engage in your life, uh, enjoy it, and create those great experiences, but sometimes you need to shut down, close your eyes, be still, and just listen, breathe, 
and uh, calm everything back down again and then that'll help you focus on the excitement again and those great experiences right it's all about that moderation and balance excitement and a little bit of calm so make the most of today take care of each other and i'm going to catch up with you next time